Come on, now still stand and give Jesus a big hand clap of praise. Come on. Shout to God. Come on, give him a big shout one time. Amen. God is good. Amen. You may be seated. He was saying, I, I think Clint was the one that said, told somebody I wear shoes. I wear boots. Hallelujah. But God is good. Kentucky is doing good. Amen. Good to be with you today. Always look forward to coming to Believer's Church. And uh, Clint said we're going to be on Facebook Live. i got to stay between these two speakers. So no one's running a camera. So i got to stay right here, real close. So if I disappear, I will be back. All right? So, But I, uh, I'm, I'm not going to try my best to stay right in through here. But it's good to see everybody. Good to see you. I see you on Facebook and see you on things. So it's, it's really good. God is uh, doing some great things. I uh, want, want to tell you, share with you one thing before I get into my message that I want you to pray for me. I've... Some of you that have been on Facebook, I had some health issues going on last year and had pneumonia for the first time and had to do some CT scans. Well, i done a CT scan of my lungs again last week, and I go to the doctor on Thursday. And there's a little spot there that they're not too concerned about. They're just going to monitor. So I'm believing that you all will believe with me that next time I have that scan, it'll be gone. How many will believe that and pray for me? All right, listen to me. I do love you guys. I pray for you very, very often. Think of you often. And I love when I'm scrolling through Facebook and see some of you. Some of you are getting friends and meet new friends. And a long time ago when I started preaching full-time in 2001, I had, you know, you start out and you want to do great things. You have big dreams, and I still have those. But, you know, you want people to think of you certain ways. And I was preaching in Louisville, Kentucky, and I'll never forget another pastor wanted to have me, and I'd preach for this other guy. And he said, can you describe to me what Kenny is? Describe, describe to me. And he said this, is a, Kenny is a country boy that loves Jesus. Now, a lot of people, I mean, to me, that's a compliment. I am who I am. I'm a country boy, redneck from Kentucky, love Jesus, and I point people to Jesus. That's, it's, not, it's not about me. As Clint said, it's not about him. It's about Jesus, and he's our king, and he's our master. He's our savior, and I'm going to serve him. Amen. So it's good to be, Cam, good to see you today, buddy. Love you, man. So let's turn to Psalm chapter 103, verse 11. I'm sorry, it's verse 12. I don't know, that may be a time. It's verse 12 is what I need on there. But if you'll put verse 12 on there, maybe maybe somebody need to retype that bug. He's got that. He said, I know Kenny Large. I, I love when I come in church, people know him, and he says, I know. He said, any scriptures you want to throw out, I know you. I'll be ready. He knows I may throw one in here every now and then. But uh, I'm going to share with you, a, a, I'm going to read uh, three verses real quick, and then I'm going to get into my message. But Psalm 103, verse 12 says this, As far as the east is from the west, so hath he removed our transgressions from us in the King James. But in the New Living Translation, it says this, He has removed our sins as far from us as the east is from the west. And in Hebrews, 12, Hebrews chapter 8, verse 12, it says this, and I will forgive their wickedness, and I will forget, and I will never again remember their sins. Then I'll read one more. Micah chapter 7, verse 19. Once again, you will have compassion on us. You will trample our sins under your feet and throw them in the depths of the ocean. A few uh, weeks ago, and as I do every year, I pray and I say, I ask the Holy Spirit, ask God, God, is there a certain theme you want for the year? And he's kind of been doing that for a year, but the last couple years, um, he's kind of given me a couple of themes. So I have been preaching on the kingdom of God and forgiveness. 
And so I had already had some things on the kingdom of God and had began preaching them at the end of last year and kind of getting things together. And, and out of the blue, I got a phone call, or got a message from a friend of mine's daughter that had emailed me through Messenger on Facebook. And technically, I usually don't have Messenger on my phone because I don't use it much. And the reason that I did have it on was because my son was going on a trip to Brazil and that was the only way that I could communicate with him. How many knows if you have a 12, 13-year-old son and you talk to him every day and see him pretty much every day, and yet he's in Brazil, that's tough to kind of deal with. Some of you mamas say yes, some of you daddies say yes, and some of you that got pride say deep down, yes, that's true, all right? And so I happened to leave it on, and I got this email, and it basically said this, my dad needs to talk to you. And it's very, very important, and he needs to talk to you soon. And then she said, don't worry, he's not dying. Well, so when I hear from someone that I haven't heard from in a long time, and they don't want, a lot of times, many times, it's someone that is planning their future, and they want me to do their funeral or something, and things are going on, or they want to talk to me about spiritual things, which is, which is fine and okay as well. So I uh, responded back, and I said, give me his number, and I'll call him. So I did that. And when I got on the phone, he, his, I'm going to share his name. I was going to say his name, his, this is his name. It's not his real name. It's a nickname. His name is Wimpy, Wimpy. So he called me, and he, he joked and, and, and was saying things. And, you know, then we, then we got, and got down. He said, Kenny said, I want to share with you. He said, my wife has dementia, and she's not doing very well. And he said, so what we've done, we, he now lives in Florida he said, we drove back or come back into Kentucky. I thought maybe they flew or drove back in. And he said, we have everything lined out for her funeral and for my funeral. And he gave me the, the funeral home. And he said, don't worry. He said, you know, unless something happens directly, it's not going to happen tomorrow. But he told me what he wanted. He told me how he, what, how he wanted his service. He told me um, what song. He said, you know, he gave me some songs he wanted. He said, now listen, he said, I know these songs are not your typical religious type songs, but if it's okay, can someone sing them? I said, you know, he said his daughter will take care of those things. And then he said this, he, he, he said, a long time ago, you witnessed to me and you told me that God can forgive me, but it just hit me just recently. And something rose inside me in my office as I was speaking to him that God said the word forgiveness. God, the Holy Spirit just spoke forgiveness. And, and we, we see these things, and, and we are very, uh, as Christian people, we are very judgmental. Am I preaching to Believer's Church? Okay, listen, I'm from Kentucky. In Kentucky, when you preach, and you preach real good, if you say amen just a little bit, it's like saying sick them to a bulldog. I might preach better, all right? Just like, but so forgiveness, and so I, that, that rose up, and so I got in my office, and I began to look up the word, some, some, you know, verses on forgiveness, and that's the way I do my sermon. So I was, as I was talking to him, Wimpy said this, he said, do you remember a time when you come into the office, and I was calling on Wayne Supply as a uh, Caterpillar place, and I would go in and sell them hydraulics and industrial supplies before I went full time, and he said, you remember one day when you come in and this guy named Brad and he was telling this joke and he said, you just kind of laughed at it a little bit and went on. And, and he said, after you left, I told Brad, I said, Brad, you do know Kenny Large is a preacher. 
And then Brad felt bad for saying some things he said. Now, I, I normally, I'm not one of those that will get right up in your face and try to push Jesus on you because I have found out in, since September 22nd of 1985, when I was not a Christian and doing the things like Cam just said a while ago, party and living the dream up there, that we think that we're living the dream and doing all these things, I really didn't want someone to just get him right in my face. But when things went bad and when things would go wrong, I would sometimes call out for people to pray for me. So you never know when someone may come to you. This would have been years ago. I, I don't really don't know how many years. And so I said, no, I don't remember this story very much. And he said, so he went in. And then he said, he said, well, me and Donna was talking. He said, even though Donna has dementia, she said this. She said, Wimpy, maybe we ought to get our life right with Jesus. And he said, something came over me that I never felt before. And then I explained to him, I said, that's the Holy Spirit, Spirit dealing with you. Now, we, we have witnesses, we have people that will help us, we have people that will shine out and, and show God's glory through us, and, and I understand that. But see, the Holy Spirit began to deal with them, and listen to me, they don't go to church. So, so that came to my mind, and so then he began to talk about some things, and then I, and I shared with him, and I said, listen, and he said, well, we ought to go to church. I said, listen, you don't have to be saved, I mean, you don't have to go to church to get saved. Let me say it again. You don't have to go to church to get saved. You can get saved, then go to church. What happens on Friday if you decide, I'm going to go to church on Sunday and get saved, then you die Friday night? Come on, say amen, oh me. Anybody, any got oh me's? So I, I thought, and I began to pray for him, so I sent him my book on the Holy Spirit, and, and I talked to him. So the other day, he called me again about a few days before I came here. And on the phone, man, he began to cry. He said, daggone, this is this words, daggone it, every time I talk to you, I start to cry. And I said, Wimpy, what that is is the Holy Spirit when I talk about God's Word to you. And I said, that's the Holy Spirit tendering your heart. And I began to share with him again, and he said, you know what, Kenny Large, I, I'm, uh, he's retired, so I'm 54. I'm going to guess and say he's in his 70s. And he said, I have never read a book through in my whole life until you sent me yours. And this is what he said. And he said, it's jacked me up. That's Kentucky talk. You don't know what that means, getting jacked up? Crit the new way. Do you understand what getting jacked up is? He, you know, he knows that. It's ha say every, everybody say happy birthday. I mean, happy birthday. Happy anniversary to the couple over here. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Bolton. But we, as we, as he said, it's, it's, and he begins to cry. And, and, and every time I began to witness to him, began to share with him, these words keep popping up in my mind. See, here's a well-known um, and well-worn uh, saying that we say all the time. And, and we think about this. We don't get mad, we just get even. Has anyone ever said that? I'm not going to get mad, I'm just going to get even. Well, getting even doesn't get you anywhere. And I got some scriptures, and if you'll and, and, uh, put them on this bulletin board, and I'm not going to have time to get to them, but you ought to read Matthew chapter 5 and Mark 11 and Matthew 18 and, and really say, and before you read them, ask the Holy Spirit, say, Holy Spirit, show me 
what you want to show me out of this. And I've seen some things in here that, that I've read many, many times. And, and you know what? I used to try to read through the Bible in a year. used to try. But here's what I've been doing here lately. I've been reading a verse, and when the Holy Spirit speaks something to me, I've been camping out. And I've been camping out on forgiveness and kingdom living. And the Lord began to speak some things in my heart and my life and in and, and myself. But we we're, see, we may play well. It may play well in novels. I love to watch. I mean, my wife tells me all the time. She said, what are you going to do? And I said, I'm going upstairs. She's what she says. I know you're going to go watch Gunsmoke, aren't you? That's my, one of my favorite songs. See, Matt, I mean, movies, Matt Dillon carrying that pistol on the side, you know, and uh, on his leg. That's just my, that's my thing to get and relaxes, and then I usually fall asleep. But it may work out in novels and movies, but revenge seldom works out in life. There's people in jail today that has been revengeful. Clint said, I'm his overseer. I hope I don't see him on PD Live. But see, it always costs too much and never satisfies the way we expect when we do revenge. And see, and uh, I was even thought this when I was sitting there in, 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 during praise and worship. I'm going to ask this question. I want you to raise your hands. How many of you during praise and worship today had some, your mind just thinking and wondering that you really couldn't get into praise and worship? Be honest. Wait, wait a minute. Okay, I want you to be honest. We're in church. Okay, if anybody judges you today for raising your hand, don't only come see Cam, come see me, Cam, Bob, Jason, he's a big boy too. I just met Jason, all right. How many of you, your mind was so one you really couldn't focus? Lift up your hand. Now, leave them up there. I want you to look around and see. Everybody, look around. Don't feel shy. Like, see, we, see we, where do we get this analogy that we come to church and we're perfect? We're not. We all have issues. We have things we're dealing with. Life is not always easy. Chris, have you and your wife ever had an argument in your one-year marriage? Hold on. I have to stay right here. Wife, have you and Chris ever had an argument? See, life does not always go the way we want it to go. I mean, it's tough. I'm, I'm dealing with my, my dad is going through, and I'm going to share some things with, with that just real quick because I've only got so much time to do it. I, I wish I could stay here a week and preach to you guys. But my dad, me and my dad never really had a good relationship growing up. And back when my mom died, he, he, he really didn't know what to say to me. And then when he got cancer, and I went and spent, I was 40 years old. At 40 years old was the first time I was ever in my dad's house. And it was around this time because I remember we were watching basketball. And still now, he had surgery this week, and he put a rod in his leg, and he had fell and broke his leg, and, and he's called. And now, I've never had this with my dad. Every time I go on a ministry trip now, he wants me to let him know when I leave and when I get there. And when I got here, he called and he said, did you make it to Georgia? Yeah, I got here pretty early. You didn't call me. Sorry, Dad. But our relationship has grown. And the only way that it's grown is this Kenny Large had forgive my dad, which his name is Kenneth Large, for some things that went on. Now listen to me. 
whether you realize it or not, when you were a little kid, sometimes we in church people, quote, church people, have dealt with things all of our life. Whether it's been a parent, whether it's been a child, an aunt, an uncle, someone that's done something, and, and it hinders us to go, I believe, to the next, le next level because we're always holding in some unforgiveness in our heart. But see, now God says, he says, I don't remember your sins anymore. He says, they are as far as the east is from the west. They are buried in the deepest sea, never to be remembered against you again. Isn't it funny how God, when we go to God and be sincere and say, God, forgive me of this sin, he forgives us. He never forgets, I mean, he never, listen, he never brings it up. He forgets it, and he bears it in a sea, never to be remembered again. He don't go find a sea finder. Say, well, okay, let me find Clint's sin. Let me find, let me find, it's got to be in here somewhere. But we in church do that. I remember when you done this. Why is that? The enemy is trying to come in and pull you back. The enemy doesn't want you to receive all the benefits and blessings that the Holy Spirit and God wants to give you. So see, when we think about this, here, here's a quote that I'm going to use. Corey Tim Boom says this, Forgiveness is an act of the will and can function regardless of the temperature of the heart. Let me say it again. Forgiveness is an act of the will, and the will can function regardless of the temperature of the heart. We've got to get our heart so on fire for God that when someone does something, listen to me, even if they sin against you, and I had to, I had to go, listen, I am not preaching to you anything that I haven't went through. Let me just say this. I don't like when preachers stand up and they say things and they've not been through it. better. But see, as we go through these things and we're faced these challenges, see, if someone has sinned in their past, then they tell us and we find out later they have sinned. See, they, they ask God to forgive them, but why do we act all shocked when we hear someone has sinned? Sin's been around a long, long time. Oh my gosh, I can't believe Cam sinned. And this is sad right here. This is sad. Cam sins, and then I backslide because he sinned. Well, it's all Cam's fault. Come here, Cam. Come on up here, bro. Everybody go, Lord Jesus, can you get Cam on the stage? Look out. Come here. I didn't know I was going to do this. I didn't either. <laughs> he didn't either. He's a buddy. I don't talk to him much. We see each other on Facebook. I find out when he's preaching. Did you preach last week, didn't you? Next week. You preach next week? Yes. Man, you're going to be doing good. But if he sins, his sin, listen to me, his sin, him sinning, him sinning should not affect me because he sins other than me pray for him. If he does sin, now listen, did you sin any this week? I'm human, come on with it. Tell them again. I said I'm human, come on with it. Come on with it. 
I, I, that's like T.D. Jakes to do that. Come on with it. Come on with it. Thomas taught us that. Thomas taught you that one, yeah. But see, when he said, I probably have, I'm human, I mess up, I sin. But here's the cool thing. I can see him sin, but Jesus looks at Cam, and when God looks at Cam, Jesus says, hey, I take my blood and I cover everything and every sin you've ever committed. Jesus says, I bury him in the deepest sea. I'm spitting all over you. I'm just, and it's annoying. can bring it on. And he said, I bury him in the deepest sea, never to be remembered again. And he says, I take your sin, Cam, and he puts it as far as the east is from the west. Can you get in your pickup truck? You got a pickup truck, don't you? I knew you did. After your redneck southern boy, country boy can survive. Hallelujah. <laughs> and he can never catch up with, if he's going west from here and east, he can never catch up with it. Because the farther he drives, it's still going, he's still going what? West. See, so we've got to understand, we've got to encourage people. And we don't get in people's face like we got all of our act together. Betsy's here, and they went through some tough times, and every time I'd see things in there, I would pray for them. Just because I don't make a comment on Facebook doesn't mean I'm not praying for you. Matter of fact, most time I don't because I want to spend time for prayer because I believe most people just put like. Yeah, y'all didn't say amen that much because I know that's what y'all do. <laughs> or we do the little spiritual things, little praying hands, because it's emoji. Kim sat, Cam sat in her thing and like, man, when can I go sit down? <laughs> Is that what you're thinking? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. See? Go on, buddy. Give Cam a big hand. But see, besides revenge does not get us even, returning evil for evil simply escalates the conflict and draws the parties deeper and deeper into the kingdom of darkness. When we want to get revenge. And see, and if, if you have, have any interest in what Jesus said concerning forgiveness, then the perception in the Bible, in the Word, may greatly change your, and, and I can term it this, now, this way, rethinking forgiveness. Because if these chur churches and pews and chairs and whatever we want to call them are going to be full, we've got to show forgiveness to people. See, it says there in these scriptures that he takes a look at Micah chapter 7 again. Let's put that verse, verse back up there. And, and, and as we look at this verse, as we find out what he does for us, he says, once again, you have compassion on us. We need compassion, the Lord's compassion, every day, every minute. And he says, you will trample our sins under your feet and throw them in the depths of the ocean, in the sea of forgetfulness. The other translation says, you're going to bury them there, never to be remembered against me again. Okay, now I'm going to go with to another scripture that I'm going to read. Let's go to Mark chapter 11. If you have your Bibles, turn there to it. I want you to mark it or you put it on a market note, whatever, but I like this one. In Mark chapter 11, it said, Jesus said to the disciples, have faith in God. I tell you the truth, you can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. But you 
must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. Then he goes on. He says, but I tell you, you can pray for anything, and if you believe that you received it, you will, it will be yours. But here's the key. But when you are praying, first forgive. Come on, everybody say, first forgive. First forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins too. This is Kenny Large pouring your heart out to you. I held grudges against my father. I've held grudges against certain people that's hurt me. And the natural reaction is when you get hurt, you want to fight back. You want to, we'll use a term we use today, rant. It's funny how sometimes I watch on Facebook and I'll see the people say this. They're saying, before I sin, Forgive me of my rant. Here goes. And they're ranting about everything. Knowing they're going to do it. Now listen, I know something, but listen to me. My opinions and what I think is not what gets you saved. The Word of God is what gets you saved. And until I, I mean, you know, I, I have thoughts, I have things that I believe, I have things that God's taught me, and I can share those things, but it comes down to what the Word says. But he says, before you pray, he says, plain and simple, first, forgive. And in his translation, says, anything you have a grudge, hold a grudge on. Now, I'm going to ask you to raise your hands if you're holding a grudge on somebody, but we've got to learn to forgive. Listen to me, this set me free. I, have, I, have, I, go to, I go to many spectrum of churches. I go to many times. Kenny Large likes to dress like this. Kenny Large don't like to wear a suit and tie. And when I do, I feel like I'm choked. Anybody else feel that way? And, I mean, I'm not saying it's not good to dress up. And even when I have to do funerals and do weddings and things, it's tough for me because I just don't like to do that. I'd much rather have my cowboy boots on my jeans and, and, and my button-up shirt and my, you know, my slip-over T-shirt. And, and, and I, you know, I, back when I said that, guy said that, said, Kenny's just a country boy that loves Jesus. Used to, I'm thinking, well, I wanted people, more, I want, thought maybe he would say something more than that. But isn't that cool that he just says, he just loves Jesus. Country boy. I'm not trying to put on an act for you. I'm not trying to be somebody that I'm not. I've learned to be Kenny Large. And Jesus has forgiven me. He's taken my sins, buried in the deepest sea. He's taken my sins, and he doesn't hold them against me anymore. The practice of forgiving and blessing will change your life. It will change your life. When we begin to practice and when we forgive, here's another quote. Forgiveness is a funny thing. It's, it warms the heart and it cools the sting. When you can forgive someone and, and you can really forgive them and not hold it, not, not like Cam sinned against me and every time I see him at Bilo, well, daggone it, there's Cam again, that old good, no good for nothing. No, when you can go up, man, he's forg- I, he, I've forgiven him. Hey, buddy, what's up? Hey, man, what's going on? Is there anything I can pray with you? See, but sometimes you have been living your life as a witness like I did for Wimpy years ago and have not seen him probably since 2001. And 17 to 18 years go by 
and he contacts me. And listen to me. God's going to save him. God's going to save him and his wife, his family. Because you know what? I'm praying for him every day. So he, see, we got to understand this. Now, we, we've got we to ask for forgiveness for the things that we have done. And we need to go to God. God, forgive me, and he'll help you. He'll help you with those things. See, and, but it takes faith. You've got to stay in faith. Let me, let me say it this way. Stay in faith. Don't stay in what people say. Stay in faith. Don't, listen, listen to what they say. Don't stay in that. Stay in faith. My faith's in God. All right? God has authorized us to forgive. And because he has, listen, we surely can do it. Forgiveness is a universal issue. Now, I'm going I'm to I'm give you one more thing. I'm going to say at the end. I'm going to get ready to close here because I, I, I want to pray for you and share with you just a couple more things. At the heart of our relationship with God, and as essential, as essential as, as a healthy relationship with those around us is, forgiveness can change lives. And it can alter the course of history. And the lack of it brings us, listen to me, the lack of it brings us devastation. Because if we, listen to me, if we are holding on to a grudge, and if we are holding on to something that we haven't forgiven somebody, you will be bitter, you will be angry, you'll have unforgiveness, you will look at people like, well, I don't really like, listen to me, you know, I am who I am, and if people like me, that's fine. I mean, I want you to, but sometimes, I mean, sometimes different personalities just don't jive with people, so that don't mean you don't have to hang out with them or go to dinner. Say hi to them, be nice, and go on. But maybe you ought to invite someone like that to dinner just to see how you do. So invite me over for dinner. Just kidding. But see, if we're not careful, it will devastate us. It will cause bitterness. It will cause anger. It will cause strife. And even, in fact, there's proof that it will even cause health issues. I can go into a whole lot of ram, a whole lot of stuff. But, you know, and one of the things that the enemy is trying to do in the world's day, I know we're busy and it's good to be busy and going and doing things, but you just got to take time to sometimes just rest. Get along with God and let the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, help me, guide me, lead me. Let me be the person you want me to be. Not what I want to be, but you want me to be. And maybe you've gone through some things. You've been challenged with some of your faith and things. Don't give up. Don't give up. So if you're here today and you need God to forgive you of your sins, he's here to do that. If you're here today as a Christian and, and you don't want to be all puffed up and thinking, you know, well, I'm all, you know, yes, we are perfect in Jesus, but in ourselves we're not. We sin. We sometimes lose it. Did anyone else ever lose it sometimes? Anyone else just let it rip potato chip and go? 
and let the words fall where they may? No. I mean, we do that, but you know what? God wants to forgive us. God wants to get us to a point where we're speaking blessing over people, where we're encouraging people. So if you all come to the instruments, I can preach longer. I, I guarantee I knew when I come here I wasn't going to preach everything I had in my notes, so I just let, I'm just going to pick out a few things and share what's on my heart. Y'all stand with me. I want everyone to bow your head. I want everyone to close their eyes, and I want, want to ask this question first. Is there anyone here that's sound of my voice says, Kenny, that's me. I'm not saved. I've never been a Christian. I'm not a Christian, and I want to be. If that's you, just lift up your hand. I'm going to pray for you. Anyone at all? Anyone that here say, Kenny, I've got some things. Listen, be honest. No one looking around. No one trying to see what everybody else is doing. Say, Kenny, I've got things in my heart and my life, and I need to give, forgive some people. If that's you, lift up your hand. Wow, lots of hands. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to pray with you. Dear Lord Jesus, I just pray, and Lord... The Bible is plain and clear and says when it says that how we become a Christian. We become a Christian by confessing with our mouth that we have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And that we confess with our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. You can come into our life and you forgive us and then we do our best to live the way you want us to do. Lord, and we know as this life goes and we have challenges and we have relationships and things that come and things that go and things that happen in our life and pressures and, and just life happens sometimes it gets difficult. And Lord, through that time, we've been through things. I've been through things in my life, Lord. And, and Lord, I've had to come to the point where I just got to let it go. And Lord, I'm going to forgive that person. And it's made a difference in me and a wonder, wonder, wonderful change in me. So, Lord, in that, there was many, many hands that was raised in every section as I looked out. So today, Lord, I pray this word will challenge them to do and be exactly what you've called them to be and called them to do. And I pray, God, that you will help them, Lord, and they will ask forgiveness, and the Holy Spirit will minister mighty things to them. And they will leave this place, not because I preached, but, Lord, because you changed them with your Holy Spirit. And I pray you minister to them. I pray you help them. And I give you praise. And I thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Now lift up your hands. Come on, both hands. And just begin to praise him. Begin to thank him. Invite the Holy Spirit into your life. And invite him in there to help you. Invite him in there to ch as he's challenged you today. Invite him. Say, Lord, I need you to help me. I need you to take and change all these and turn these things around. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father. Just to begin to think, I thank you, Father. I thank you and I praise you. I honor you, Lord. I honor you, Lord. Holy Spirit, breathe on them. Holy Spirit, breathe on them today. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus, for forgiveness. I feel right now in the Holy Spirit that people are getting changed, people are getting set free. As you'll study this, as you'll go on and read these scriptures, that people, that God, the Holy Spirit is beginning to change. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise.